So, this week we have actor, business owner, Giancarlo, and photographer slash philosopher, Jamie Wicken. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, these are two people we've been wanting to get on the show. At least, I've been wanting to get them uh, on some kind of recording for some time. And uh, this, this show was just like, I mean, I, it was, I, I can't even tell you what it was about. We were all over the place. We talked about society we talked about women we talked about people kids uh, shame culture uh, yeah. trigger warnings fat shaming uh yeah racism uh we're just like we just we 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 went wild on uh, on jokes and good times so this one's a, a roller coaster ride it's great i really enjoyed it i think it was a good one yeah so if you're uh, if you're in for a little bit of everything and you want to hear some wisdom and some nonsense this is the one for you let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No, man. Shit, no, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying something like that, man. Fire in a hole. This is episode nine, and uh, wow, what a last episode! Holy shit! Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed that one. I'm still, uh, I'm still like zen and shit from the last episode. <laughs> it calmed me down. Powerful Fred Nguyen. Powerful, powerful man. Uh, great stories. He, he really like he chilled us out. He put us under a spell. I feel like that's what he did. <laughs> I'm a fan for life. So uh, yeah, but same here, man. So I, I think it's only fitting then that we, we basically, and by we, I mean I decided to potentially bring two unstable elements into this uh, <laughs> into this arena. I apologize. Is this like going to be the opposite of the last podcast? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this is going to go, but I get the impression that it may be a little bit louder than the last episode. Okay, so everybody turned down the volume a little bit. That's right, that's right. Now, all of you guys who boost your volume, you know, when you're in the subway because you can't hear shit, well, uh, you know, you're going to adjust because uh, things may get a little hectic. Uh, and I think that's a perfect opportunity to introduce... Uh, the two uh, rapscallions, the two rascals, <laughs> the two uh, ruffians in the uh, in the office tonight. Uh, so first, I'd like to welcome Jamie. Uh, we can. Did I say your name properly? Wiccan. 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 I just use Wiccan on Facebook to hide from the people that are chasing me. Ah, so you tricked me then. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's my stage name, as I say. <laughs> I don't know if it's this podcast or maybe this has always been the case, but I think I just... I, I can't seem to get people's names right. <laughs> or maybe it's just age, right? But, uh, okay, so Wiccan, as in yeah. uh, somebody who might be into Wicca, right? It's actually Norwegian. It's Norwegian. Um, yeah, I think it means like running stream or something like that. Okay. It's spelled differently than the traditional Wiccan way of like W-I-C-C-A-N. Norwegian. Norwegian. Wicked. So okay. it's W-I-K-A-N. All right, all right. Oh, so cool. Norwegian photographer in the house, Norwegian Canadian. Is that yeah. your other route? I'm actually American. American. Born in Vegas, yeah. This explains so much. I know. Wow. Right? Born on Halloween in Vegas. Jesus Christ. So, yeah. You heard it here first. All right. Yeah. <laughs> G, G, you can go. This is a story. And it's <laughs> oh man, here we go. We brought up Halloween. Let's go. Let's do this. So uh, uh, to my left, in the in the left corner, um, we have um, a person who I consider a friend. Again, like Fred, a person I've 
actually interacted with fairly little over the, the years yeah. that I've known him, uh, which is like two or three. <laughs> yeah. He passed by once in a while. The yeah, store. Yeah. yeah, I, I pass by your store once in a while. But uh, uh, Giancarlo Caltabiano, also known as G, a.k.a. you probably have a bunch of nicknames I don't know about. G, G's good. Is it people call you G? G? G actually is, yeah, it's stuck in like, I think high school, and that was it. Yeah. G. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome to the house, G. Welcome to Fire in a Hole. Thanks, man. Um, so, Glad to be here. do I say uh, I know you're an actor because I met you as an actor? But mm -hmm. are you still an actor? Is that still something you're doing? I kind of put it on the back burner. Okay. I opened up uh, my own business now, as you know, a yes. board game store. Yeah, uh, we're gonna have to plug that later. I'm gonna plug that in plug shamelessly. She <laughs> geeks on uh, Saint Denis, 1663, and uh, it's gonna be five years, December 3rd, and it's going well. So I kind of put acting a bit on the side. Okay. I mean, okay. but when, I mean, you kind of always, I mean, once you've done it, I guess you can't, unless you like really retire it, you can't yeah, really. I, I, I don't know, I have this thing a bit about being an actor in Canada, the English Canada in Quebec, that kind of like, nah, uh -huh. I'm not that into, I don't want to do Tim Hortons commercials. You're, you're suggesting life, that yeah. as an Anglo, <laughs> your choices are somewhat limited. Yeah, but that's exactly that's what, what you're suggesting. suggesting. <laughs> I'm shocked by that. As an Anglo in Canada. Yes. So you get all the American stuff yes. <laughs> and all the good stuff uh -huh. is predominantly Quebecois, actually. There you go. So, so, uh, so I'm, I'm like, fuck this. So I'm opening up a game store. <laughs> that's what I would do. Like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm going to sell board not, games. Yeah. No, but you actually, your store is awesome. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a gamer geek to a certain degree. I would say maybe uh, 40 to 50. Oh, fuck that. 80%. <laughs> uh, like, my limit is the wearing costumes and running around the forest and pretending oh, yeah, yeah. the larping the larping yeah, yeah. the larping I, uh, I never got into the card games but uh, I, I have a gamer heart i've been playing since i was 12 in french ironically i was the first time i played uh first edition dungeons and dragons but that's, that's another awesome. story for another time but uh, so your store that's what you specialize in right exactly uh okay. board games uh, Dungeons and dragons magic the gathering okay. and cool uh, well, well, let's get back to that in a second, uh, because there's like unofficial things that you do as well, which is basically that you're you're a fucking wild man, right? <laughs> you're the original wild man, the party the party monster. I I was I actually well I was I I think that's part of me that still will be around, but I, I calmed down lately. Yeah. Yeah. I'm growing up, like I don't know, man. Look, look, look every time here. I see you, you're one of these fucking guys <laughs> that like ages in reverse. You're, like, Thanks, every man. time I see you, you've got more hair. How's that possible? <laughs> <laughs> and like on your head, too. I tell you, man. It's play, playground for the soul. You got to go out. You got to party and let loose. And, uh, you know, you keep young. You keep Whatever fresh. they're doing to those Anglos in Quebec, uh, <laughs> I, I want some of it. So, so yeah, man. Welcome, guys. I'm really glad to have you here. Cool. Um, Thanks for having us. It's yeah. awesome. I wanted you guys uh, to sit, you get, sit down with you guys and get you on record, like as I was saying, before there was even a podcast, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You were talking about it from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you guys are already lined up. Well, so <laughs> I'm honored. It just, it just. I mean, the I came upon you guys uh, in an, uh, in a very sort of funny way, which is we of course we were we all met on the set of Punisher No Mercy years mm -hmm. ago. Yeah. Uh, gee, you you totally like uh, had a you had a huge impression on me as a person and as an actor and everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks, man. I still I still get such a pleasure out of it's like that film to me is half an, a laugh riot comedy like a super funny comedy and uh, and a badass like action film like yeah. it's got these two components and uh, much of it was owed to your uh, your just i mean most people you know will see this and i know that it was not as great as a performance as you people think it is because that's mostly you that's you you are actually that a little low. bit i think so i think cocaine you're... aside no yeah. <laughs> But I became aware of you and Jamie, uh, you know, and your kind of your way of interacting um, over Facebook, 
right? And yeah. I yeah. think you guys were like, how do you guys know each other? Through well, through Punisher as well. Yeah, right? but I don't think we shared more than like five or no, ten words on set. We, it's we, weird. Yeah. That we was your first meeting ever. Yeah, and we hardly, hardly interacted. I, to be honest with you, I don't even think we did interact. No, we, we did. We, we I remember a couple once. Of yeah, a couple of words. We're talking really, about like, but, photography. Yeah, 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 but really something really like. I don't want to say shallow because you know. No, no, no. But I like, like kind of like uh, you know small talk. Kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. Small talk, like how's the weather, kind of shit. Because that's what happens on film sets. You stand yeah. around for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. Right? They're like, yeah. who are all these people? But I don't even remember how we started on Facebook, though. I think that like there was some kind of political outrage thing or something going on. Then I chimed in, and then it was it was really fluid, and it was just really. We just started. We started insulting each other. Yeah, in the <laughs> was, most yeah, in him the about most my height and like right. oh, there's so being much. Italian. Yeah. <laughs> I started insulting uh, Jamie on his weight, but yeah. like, but it was it was weird. Like it was like we knew we were kidding. Like yeah. we we just and it was we funny. It, it was literally a funny. Of comedy. That's yeah, why I thought yeah. you guys had previous knowledge of each other no. because. You went after it, like you went for the throat. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we really did. We when didn't hold back at all. Jamie's making midget jokes. <laughs> yeah. Calling yeah. him his uh, little matzo ball. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the matzo ball. I remember. I'm like, that's Jewish, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> and and that like, was just recently. <laughs> and like weight jokes in the other rush. But I, I say yeah. weight jokes, but like just between the two of them, like they could blow up like a TV show. Like, yeah. like, like you get these guys on the View, and they'd have to kill. They'd have to kill the 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 program like right there it's yeah. just sensitivity the trigger warnings these guys must know each other really really well i think it was just like this weird kind of series of just self-understanding that we just understood where we were coming from and they didn't come from a place of anger or hate or anything like that yeah. it was just pure humor yeah. and it's but it but it was really odd in that it was purely over facebook like there was no yeah visual interaction there was no audio interaction it was just words and just the way that it was written and i think that that's that i found that really intriguing that 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 kind of subtext could be transferred so easily and so like maybe it was just because our personalities are in similar humor wise you know yeah i think i think it has a lot to do with humor we just didn't and we're not super sensitive exactly exactly or maybe i just just don't respect you enough for it to hurt my feelings (laughs) (laughs) i don't know man i don't know like i if i think really think about most of the people that i truly love like deep down are the people who i can really slag off and and they can slag me off too and it's all good you know like uh it's the moment I think now, if anyone said something out of place, you know, like racist or whatever, and it stung me, I'd be like, mm, maybe I don't like this person that much. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm not, yeah. they're not as close to my heart as I thought they were. You know, like yeah, that's yeah, almost yeah. a litmus test, right? But I think that it could be a personality trait where that it seems now that if anybody makes any kind of racial joke or any kind of bullying humor, right, yeah. that, that, the average person now automatically assumes that it comes from an angry place yeah. rather than uh-huh. a humor place. Uh-huh. And I think that we kind of approach it or we saw in each other that we didn't approach it in that way. So it was just purely from a Like you recognized each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, really, like, yeah, you know? like, you know, I'm a, I'm a short guy, so what? Like, I'm, I'm a fat like, guy. I'm, yeah, yeah <laughs> we're going to cry about it. Like, like, if you have insecurities about someone saying that to you, like... 
Oh, I cried well, about it. It's just, you know, <laughs> okay. by myself. Privately. Privately. That's what the showers for. It's all sad feelings. Yeah. No, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do with being Italian or being, you know, uh, I mean, did you, you were born here? I, yeah, but I came here when I was like one, you know, one a very two young years age. old. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. But I, I mean, were you raised in, in, a, in a foreign way? In foreign I was raised, well, it was, it was, it was like a German household, but I, I don't think it was so much about that because I was raised in only child. So I didn't really have the interaction among people my age. And I had a really bad stutter for my entire youth up to like the age of 18 or 19. Oh, shit. So I didn't have a lot of interaction, but I think that through that, it kind of gave me a sense of empathy so that yeah. like, so that I, I were, you, were you made fun of? Yeah. 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 Terribly. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, and I moved a lot as a child. So I was always the new kid. I was a kid who couldn't speak. I'm not trying to do like a self pity thing or anything. No, man. I hear just, you. You know, you. it kind of built the way that I am now. So it's kind of like I built a skin to take it. shield, yeah. yeah. but it's not even a protective shield as much of, I just don't sweat the small shit as much. Okay. Because I went through all of that shit where the small shit controlled my life for too much. Yeah. I yeah. just kind of decided that at one point it was like, ah, fuck it. It's just, Who I'm cares? just going to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I think I can spot that in people or that it gave me the ability to maybe even seek it out. You know, where like if like that's who I enjoy interacting with are the people that can also not sweat the small shit. You wouldn't want to be speaking French for the rest of your life now, would you, Jack? Oh, all those silent X's? <laughs> My throat hurts just thinking about it, sir. I went to French school. Okay. Um, uh, I was bullied, but I, I don't think it had to do with the fact that I was English. I think it had more to do with the fact that I was short. <laughs> okay. okay. They bugged me and bugged me and bugged me and they kept pushing my butt. And then I remember one time I... The guy kept bugging me and he was like running back at me in class and we were sitting down and I don't know, I think he stuck gum on my, that's what it was, he stuck gum on my shirt and my sweater, you know, you know those 1990s little sweater you had, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the fucking thing, I pull it out and it's all like gooey and stringy, I'm like, mother <laughs> That was like, it. What are you going to do, you fucking shrimp? Dude, oh. I got up, it, it was just rage, I got up, I grabbed him, I remember I was in French class. I grabbed him, this guy's name was Albert. I remember every detail. I grabbed him and I launched him across the room. I was so angry. I had so much like energy and nerves. Yeah. Pure like, adrenaline. Pure like, adrenaline, pure like adrenaline. shit you hear about like moms lifting cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just <laughs> like, I lost it, dude. It was, it was like the cherry on the, you know, the Sunday. That was it. I threw him, like desk moved and everybody was stunned, including yeah. myself. I was like, what the fuck did I just do? But nobody fucked with you for the rest of that year. No, nobody. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it, like, well, then also, it wasn't so much them. It was me of being like, okay, yeah. let's do this. You guys ready to go? <laughs> so I think I built also confidence. So like you built the skin. Yeah. I had like the confidence. I'm like, I'm not going to take this shit anymore. It's funny that you say it because I have the exact same kind of story that you do, right? Because I was heavily picked on, but I never really fought back because I was always the bigger guy. Mm-hmm. And I was extremely shy. And like, I... I I know. Sorry. I legit wasn't able to say my name. Like, I wasn't able to speak. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I was like heavily, heavily ragged on. But there was this one guy in the exact same kind of story in grade seven. There was this one small kid. I can't remember his name for the life of me, but a really short, short, short kid that would just that saw me as kind of like the easy target. Fuck. And he would fucking rag on me 
all the time and he had like a big group of guys and I would always walk away right but back then I didn't want to I didn't want to leave anything inside my locker I don't know why so I had all of my books on my backpack so I'd always walk around with like like I really did make did my own too. bed I did that too as to like the guy to pick on you know right. like I might as well have walked around with like a neon sign <laughs> with like a, you know attack here yeah. right? open for business <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you know want to impress your friends come come see me yeah. right and he would just like just, just constantly wail on me and like actually wail on me and I would just kind of shove him off a little bit but then this one time it was the exact same thing. I just I, I got fed up and I grabbed him by the neck and I like <laughs> right by the throat and I lifted him up two feet in the air and I slammed Holy him against shit. a locker. And I remember exactly what I said. I said, Are are you done? And I just looked at him. That's some cold shit to say. Yeah, yeah, that's like, are you like, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? As you're lifting him by the yeah, neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because nobody, like, because I never spoke, right? So nobody ever heard me speak. You didn't even stutter it, right? No, no, no. Because when oh, I'm that's angry, frightening. I don't stutter. When okay. I'm angry, I don't stutter. It's weird. But that's chilly. Fuck it. You're yeah, always yeah, yeah. angry with me. My eyes went wide and it's like this. And I remember his friends. And you know, like I'm glamorizing it now, but like it was like it was definitely a big moment for me back then, right? Yeah. And every guy has these kind of moments. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I remember his friends were hanging off my arm. They're like, let him go, let him go. But I had him pinned up against the wall and his hands were on my hand. I'm like, Are are you done? And then he just kind of nodded Ooh. and then I <laughs> dropped him and then I walked away, right? But then the next day they fucking tackled me in the schoolyard, beat the shit came, out of me. He came at you again. Him and his friends. So it was like wow. four guys. You have to save face. One guy on each arm, yeah. one guy Hold on each on leg, course. and then he jumped on top, right? Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but but I got my licks in, so like it was it was kinda like that, okay, now it's done. After that, nothing else happened. Did you come back to school the day after you got your ass kicked? Yeah. I had to because my mom wouldn't, you know, that, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> you, you were hurt though. I he actually hit me in the face so hard that my cheek got attached to my braces. Holy so shit. I remember walking oh. back to school, walking back to school, and I went to go see the nurse, and I was crying like full on blubbering, crying, right? And I had blood streaming out of my mouth, and I and, and I wasn't able to yank off my cheek. And then the nurse came up, and I remember her sticking her finger in my mouth and kind of feeling it, and then just went and popped it off. Oh. And I was, uh, I looked at her like, what the fuck was that? Okay, yeah, like, you guys were supposed to tell us funny stories. No, what the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> that's, this, that's is what built our, this is what built our humor. Like, that's, you right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. This is what built my humor because I went through all of that shit, you know? So for, like, I, I, I can't. You know what's, oh, sorry, sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. You know what's funny? Like, we're talking about all these stories when we were youths. And, like, I, I didn't realize till now how, like, it's very territorial and it's very like like you'll do shit because you feel in constant threat and it's that's something that you need to to do as a young person you know it's part of your evolution you in order to, to find your place in society you know like mm -hmm. find what your limits are i was just talking about this the other day you know like how messed up it is to like to grow up and you know go through all the hormonal stuff and then you know you're you're raging and you you don't have all the tools to be able to deal with that at all and then at the same time you're getting stronger and then you get pissed off one day and you put your fist through a wall and you're like oh yeah. oh damn that just happened you know? like, <laughs> that, that exact that happened to me exactly uh, I, I put my foot through a door but yeah yeah but everybody's got a bully I had a, I, you know I had a bully I ended up like punching him in the back and I'm like you and me outside after school and then he never showed up 
Oh, okay. yeah, it's yeah. it's us- that's usually the case. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like, what was it? Uh, fake it till you make it, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. The bullies, I think, yeah. are that, actually like that. And that's just a part of growing up. It's kind of testing what kind of limits you have, right? So yeah. it's that's what bullying is to a certain extent because. Everybody bullied in some regard, right? In some it's, way. It's animal politics. It's, yeah. And, and, and as an adult, you're going to get bullied too. Exactly. You know, right? you need to develop those skills at some point. Yeah. Uh, so you have to see how far you can go and how far you can take it and, and how much you can take. But I think that with the way that the pendulum is swinging now, I think it's training people to not to not be able to deal with it. Yeah. Just don't deal. Don't yeah. deal with anything. Yeah, yeah. Because rather than deal with it, just be offended by it. Yeah. And and then pretend that it shouldn't be said. And certain things should be said. Yeah. You know, like there's it's a the reason la, la, the stereotypes la, 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 are there, are that you know s- they come from something. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that all stereotypes are right or that they're even proper, but they should at least be discussed, right? And I think that now is we're avoiding discussion at yeah. all cost. Yeah. yeah. And to avoid the discussion, it just puts it under th- under the rug. Fascism. And there's no conflict, right? We're developing like a generation of people who are completely without the skills to deal with conflict. Yeah. Or if you know? there is conflict, it's over a keyboard and, uh-huh. it's, and, and, it's, and it's where you have the support of, okay, well, he didn't go too far, so it's okay. You don't yeah. have to like everything that everybody says. You don't have to agree with it. And you shouldn't. But who and, cares, yeah, right? You know, and, and, and it isn't even that who cares. It's that see the value in not agreeing. There's a value in that that people yeah. now are completely disregarding. And it's just, okay, well, if you disagree, then somebody's wrong. And it's, no, disagreeing is not, doesn't mean that somebody's wrong. It just means it's a difference of opinion. And a difference of opinion is what grows society. That's how we become better than what we are. Uh-huh. As I soon think- as somebody is offended by anything, they immediately get the microphone. They're like, you know, they get yeah. all, kind, all kinds of attention. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what it's be, what's behind it. And that's why yeah. I enjoy yeah. the humor. That's why I enjoy the humor because humor has always been that one art form that's always pushed that boundary. Uh-huh. You know, like I don't believe in that too soon thing. Right? Yeah. Like, mm. like, like. There's nothing that can't be laughed at. Yeah, but that's under attack now too. Nowadays. Yeah. Nowadays. Comedians. Yeah. Yeah. Like big times. Humor in general. Comedians the, being held to to, yeah. to ethics and moral and standards. That. Guys yeah. who are supposed to break the rules. Exactly. Yeah. Like Anthony Jeselnik. The guys know him on Netflix. He's he's pretty. Anthony what? I, I saw it on uh, Jeselnik. Jeselnik. Okay. I saw him on Netflix. You guys can watch that. And at yeah. the end of the stand-up. Um, stand-up routine like he goes on about this and how it's like that's something that was never heard of you know like five years ago and it's just the fact that the comedian has to defend himself shows you yeah absolutely shows you where it's gone it's crazy and you're really really right about it being about five about five years ago because i was just having this conversation with like a, a very group of people that I used to work with comes from all kinds of nationalities. We all used to work at the same place, and then we would have a group chat at work, mm-hmm. right? And the conversations would be racist and sexist and misogynistic and everything yeah. like that. But everybody, can I, can I come next time? <laughs> <laughs> right? can I go? But everything, and, and I absolutely pushed the actual boundaries of it, and guaranteed I went too far sometimes, if not most of the time. 
But everybody understood that it didn't come from a place of anger. It didn't come yeah. from animosity or hate or, you know, anything vile. It just came from, I just want to get a laugh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And sometimes you do you do go too far to get well, that laugh for the shock value. Yeah, yeah how, but how is it now? Did it change? Is, is there policies well, that changed it? Well, at work, I don't work there anymore. Oh, okay. but, the, but that would never happen now, I find. Yeah, right? I don't think... And even if you do go out into public... You'd, I wouldn't say the same things now. Yeah. Well, I might, you know. But, but <laughs> you have a reputation to yeah, preserve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, like you, you, you just didn't see the same kind of level of offense or yeah. people being offended. It's bullshit. Five years it ago. Is. That's yeah, five really years. Bad. And is that like an age thing because I'm older no, now no, that I'm no, noticing that not. shit more? No, no. The it's, whole society in general is is making a shift towards that. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, it's even worse on, on campus. Okay. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Talk about that. Talk about that. And uh, they do all the all the trigger warning stuff and I'm offended oh, by you God. being offended and we're all offended together and like Chris Rock, Jerry Seinfeld, all like the the, the big, big comedians, yeah, they yeah. will not go to yeah, campuses that's right. anymore. That's right. I heard yeah, that. I've seen that because that they've got no sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're not wrong in the fact that it's been like a shift in the last 5 years, but what happens when all these university people become the, become the, the, inherit the world, right? Yeah. It's exactly. scary, man. It's going to be super scary. We're going to be and we're going to be the, we're going to be those you know those like 50 year old men back in the 50s are like homophobic is bad like we're going to be those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're gonna, right? We're Not homophobic is bad. Sorry, homosexuals, right? We're going to yeah. be the racist grandparents. Yeah, that yeah. You know, fuck, like, I'm being all the racist movie and cliches that you see now where yeah. it's like I'm going to introduce you to my grandmother but you know, she might say some offensive <laughs> shit, right? That's that's us. Kind of the way that I see it now, especially in the media and especially with all of these I'm offended by everything things, right? Is that you don't see a story in the media that lasts longer than a day and a half anymore, two days, right? And the whole recipe of being offended is the perfect recipe for really quick turnover, where it's, you know, this person said this, and then you see it everywhere for two days, every single blog, every single headline, every single tagline, everything. And then, then it's instant fucking turnover because yeah. you know it doesn't have the shelf life anymore. And I think that the media, and this is where it gets kind of like a conspiracy theory-ish, right? But it's a great way to control the attention span of the masses so to bring them back to more. And I think that that might explain why it's been such a quick change over the past five years that like, I think it's engineered. Right, and I understand that it sounds like. But how the fuck are they brainwashing these people into well, buying that shit? It's 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 through all of the taglines that you see online. Who's famous right now? Right, the famous people right now are the Kardashians and Kanyes and Biebers and that kind of thing. Right, that you know they they all have their individual talent, but they're not known for their talent. They're known for what they say, what they wear, what they do. A cult of personality type yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's, that is really easy to turn over, right? So you see these political topics that actually make a difference, like, like you know, like the refugees in Syria and blah, blah, blah. But people don't have the attention span to actually interact with that anymore. They just don't. They they like we discussed us a little bit. About they'll it, they'll yeah. scroll by it on Facebook they'll, and yeah, then develop an opinion based on the headline. Exactly because yeah. it's because it's easier to be upset 
that Kylie Jenner wore fucking dreads. Am I supposed to say, it's okay, I don't mind. <laughs> I don't mind. Well, I mind. I mind big time. <laughs> I grew up here, I came here at the age of five. Um, and uh, as I've documented this before, I come from two different worlds, right, in terms of ethnicity. But it seems like, yeah, we left behind this era of being able to tell each other the fuck off, you know, and be like, hey, hey, you know, uh, whatever, Italian boy, and yeah. hey, this, and Spicks, and whatever, yeah, and call yeah, each yeah. other whatever names. And it went, it was like too far. And then now we're in this like crying about fucking everything. Yeah. Everything, everything, everything. Wah, 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 wah. Ridiculous. There, and then, like, it's not even being discussed in any sort of progressive way, right? Because, okay, so this person gets hurt, and then they go on a rant about it. But the person responding to them is not some moderate person who goes like, listen, I understand why you're hurt, and you're right. It is a bit, you know, we should, you know, lay off this stuff a little, a little bit, you know? Uh, the, the topic that you, you, from one of the other podcasts that you brought up, that you said that you wanted to challenge me on when uh, we were talking about the ethnic stereotype costume mm -hmm. on halloween right halloween yeah absolutely and like how like i clearly seem to come off as a person who was offended by mm -hmm. this right when in fact i was not in not really offended by it i was just like really we're still doing this shit you yeah know? and it's like if someone shows up in an inappropriate costume or does something i'll have a chuckle right i'll have a laugh <laughs> and i don't think it should be banned necessarily but i just i'm like okay so we're we're not letting people swear we're, we're banning and hiding nudity and sex everywhere, but like the Mexican drunk costume is cool. Yeah. At but the why, why is that store. inappropriate? That, that, that's what I want to bring. What's, what's inappropriate about it? Uh, I, maybe inappropriate is like not even the right word. Uh, why does it bug me? Like, why did I notice it? Yeah, why does, let's, okay. okay, sure. Well, because let's go that way. I, I don't know, because I think it's, it uh, perpetuates like a. I guess it's because I don't give people like in society enough credit. That and I think that's where it comes down to. Right. I think you nailed it on the head. Like yeah. if people were more uh, discriminating and uh, discriminating in the sense of like they think about shit a little bit and uh, they were like they'd have like measured opinions about mm -hmm. stuff. <laughs> something like that would be completely fucking harmless, right? Exactly. Right. Wait, I I'm not quite sure that I understand then. So what you're saying is that if that that if the person came off as more informed and more worldly about what was going on in society and they came in with a drunk Mexican outfit that you would be more okay with it than if you thought um, that they weren't informed? No, I guess what I'm worried about, not, not necessarily worried, but what bugs me a bit is I think to myself, I think to myself, okay, if we're still doing this and we perpetuate like the, the, the you know, automatically slutty outfits for women. Right, like the policeman outfit, the female version of it is a whore version of it. Okay, but 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 that right? comes from feminism. That comes from feminism being allowed to wear what they want, and now being being whorish, not whorish, being that this is my body, I should be able to dress the way I want to dress. Okay, but then you get other feminism who be like, you're sexualizing us. us. So it's like even within there group there's two different camps yeah, yeah i don't camps. even think it was really so much about an individual deciding to dress one way or the other if you got like a homemade costume and you decided to go and you can have your your skirt be as short as you want i think i think your offense was more around the the merchandising 
You know, there were people that were making money off of the drunk Mexican maybe. costume. Maybe, maybe. You know, and that's and that's those are the options that are given to people. And you walk into one of these costume stores, and it's just all slutty nurse and drunk Mexicans. Right, and and Jamaican but isn't, with a big plastic joint. Or whatever. But isn't that supply and demand? Like, isn't that, that what the people want? So it's like, why? Like, I don't see how that can be offensive if that's what the people want, right? And it's the same thing with. But people want. People want Kardashians and Kanye. There's some yeah. guy just sitting on, on, on his like drunk Mexican fortune. You know, like that <laughs> yeah. guy who made that. He's Somebody just made like, a mint off of the drunk yeah. Mexican. But it's he's a like rolling around. I just, I, like, it's mocking a stereotype, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Is that a bad thing? No. I just I think that the world is in trouble in terms of we're not educating each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with him. And I don't believe that every experience should be educational, right? Yeah. Sometimes you should be able to just pick your fucking notes, right? Yeah. But uh, I feel like there's a there's a massive lack of education, not just school wise. Like we don't educate each other. We don't discuss things. When we have arguments, we don't discuss the reasons why. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We just get on our little pedestals. We yell at each other for a while, and the one that yells the loudest wins, or whatever, right? <laughs> or thinks they win. So I'm like, in that context, something like the Mexican, the drunk Mexican costume, or the the, the Rasta costume, or whatever, um, creates like a. It just like it it, it exacerbates the idiocy to me. Okay. And it bothers me because I'm like, you know, I'm not saying like every costume should be like, you know, well, let's have a let's have a, uh, a historically correct Native American costume. But you'll have those people that are offended by that, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, see, that's the that, problem. That's now. where it's crazy. It's the offensive okay. getting offended by everything. So, I, I, you know, it's funny, but I, I understand. Whoops, sorry. I hit the mic. I understand what you're saying, actually. I, I, I kind of do get it now. Okay. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, shit. There's an epiphany. There's an epiphany. Yeah, we there is. But, yeah. but, here first. but there is. Know. But the way you explained it, yeah. it is not like how the SJWs explain it. And that's the, that's the problem. The SJ, do you guys know the term? Social yeah, justice yeah. warriors. 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 Yeah. Right. Social justice whiners. SJWs. I wish I never heard that. Yeah. I call them social justice whiners, right? And it's funny because it's usually people that's not of that race fighting for the other race. In our in MTV, our, like white. Our, and did you see that? Yeah, yeah well, of course. That's I said this, right? right? Yeah, you in, it. In our very it. first podcast, we addressed this issue: is that that you know there there's an idea, right? At the base, I have to believe that whoever started this social justice thing was like, you know, we need to speak up and we need to talk about what this means, accepting this behavior, or whatever, and then very quickly it gets hijacked. Yeah, by Absolutely. people who have no importance and want some. Yeah, and it's a lot. Of, a lot of it is out of guilt too. Oh, yeah. of course right. it's out of guilt. We, we yeah. talked about the white knighting and, you know, that, yeah. that kind of stuff that, that happens all the time. Cosby. Before, before you know, before uh, 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 rapist Cosby, there was... <laughs> before Can't there, use that word now. Before, micro, uh, micro, what is it? Aggressor. <laughs> Actually, I'm triggered, I'm triggered right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it should be the macro aggressor, Bill Cosby. Cosby, exactly. Because Cosby is part of my childhood. Yes. And you're... You're I'm defending your childhood. Yeah, okay. that's it. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling a little aggressed. But people tend to forget that... <laughs> Micro-aggressed. <laughs> before he went into this this uh, dark place that he's in now, uh, he was Mr. fucking social justice warrior too. And clean. Specifically, he would browbeat the fuck out of black people in, the, in North, North America. Like, he would constantly be chastising comedians, yeah. actors... And, and and browbeating them and like you know pull your pants up and like you know he was you, on his high horse for sure yeah. on a, like a motherfucker wow right yeah. it's kind of ironic that he was and now he's... beating people over the head about pulling their trousers up when <laughs> you know what I'm saying like wow. that's kind of ironic now <laughs> somebody should have told him to keep his pudding pop to himself that's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> but so that again gets hijacked, right? So you start yeah. with an idea of going, hey guys, like, you know, or should we still be doing this bullshit? And but, then someone goes, someone turns that into militancy and then you feel bad forever having opposed it because now you're, you're being associated with- um, With these guys, yeah. With these fucking assholes. And that's the thing. I feel like I'm a progressive leftist and yeah. I look at these people and I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like center left because like- You've been pushed to the right. Yeah, yeah, I've been pushed to the right. These guys are like way off the chart. They're like, I'm like, holy but it's the path. Shit, it's man. the path of least resistance, right? Like to be offended by these small things, right? Which, like, yeah, not, not to diminish the importance of them, but it's the path of least resistance where it's the it's the hip thing right now. Right, so it's, it's easy. super easy to bitch yeah. on, on so it's, Facebook. It's or... easier to be offended by a costume or by what a celebrity said or by a joke than it is to be offended by actual social injustice yeah. or about a group of people being genuinely wronged or about genocide or about or about anything political. Because if you bring up anything fucking political, people just go, ah, it's boring. I don't want to talk about that shit. Yeah. Let's, yeah. You know, let's fucking talk about something that happened on instagram instead right yeah because so, it makes you feel maybe a little bit less powerless yeah and when you see like three million displaced syrians you're like um okay that sucks yeah, and i can, do, can I do absolutely do fuck all about it yeah. see I, I i i have a hard time admitting this because i because i think i've become jaded where it's where it's i've i've always held people or i've i've always assumed the best of people but i think over the past couple of years now where it's like where it's I become jaded in that I just think people are fucking lazy. Yeah. And I yeah, think that people just don't want to put the work into it um, and they don't want to educate themselves and they just want yeah. to spout and they want to... And you know, like, like I'm definitely guilty of that sometimes also. I don't educate myself to the capacity that I should or more so the that I can, right? But I like to keep myself at least mildly informed as to what's going on so if it does come up that I can have an opinion on it. Right? Whether or not I'll make any kind of real moves towards making a difference, no, I won't. None of us but, will. but that's the difference. You're yeah. not pretending to make, you're not pretending to make a move towards that difference. Whereas yeah. these people are like, you know, Halloween comes along and they're like, you know, I'm watching you people with the sombreros out there, and like the rest yeah. of the year, like nothing. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. all of a sudden, you're like, you know, SJW. I'm like. And it's a yeah. it's a it's a way to get get clicks and yeah. people to you know, I click so. on your, yeah, like it's clickbait. Yeah, there was a Vice uh, article that was like, okay, white racists, you can have Halloween <laughs> yeah. and your fucking blackface and shit. You know, you're right. you're just not going to get it. Yeah, you know, with pictures of people dressing up in blackface as you know, Kanye and and Kim Kardashian and whatever, or yeah. like football it, players and shit. Yeah, there was a whole bunch of those like uh, faux pas, if you will. Yeah. But what's interesting, I've noticed this. I don't know if you guys agree with me on this, but. Uh, a lot of the social justice warrior stuff, especially when it comes to racism, I've noticed a lot of white people using it to talk shit to other white people. Yeah, they're trying to distance themselves to say like, oh, I'm not one of those. Okay, guys, I'm one of the cool ones. Well, yeah. what do you mean? I, like, I, like, yeah. okay, like take, take, you know, white guy A or okay. white girl A and then she or he may feel some sort of uh, insecurity about potentially being associated with white privilege or whatever. So they quickly turned themselves into this, like, you know, these are the people going to, like, town hall meetings in, uh, in up north in Canada where Native communities are threatened right. by 
resource uh you know exploitation the the, the real the, the where they they do the real stuff right yeah so like you have the little native community and then like the government official listening to their complaints about like mercury in the water or whatever and then like in walks barbara MacArthur the third with her fucking native american shawl <laughs> right and she grabs the mic and like just starts like yelling like as if her own people had been torn yeah. from their homes and whatever and it, and then that was the first wave now it's at a party and then you say something for you know jokingly like you know it's like those mexicans you ah, say it like kidding and then another white person with almost the exact same package as you racially will be like i'm sorry but that's just unacceptable <laughs> i like, wish that person came and along. They, they just start it's digging into love. it that's really insensitive yeah. and i think giancarlo you should really think about that because we have white privilege like you know these are the same motherfuckers like those guys that bring the, the yeah. like defense of women like real hard yeah. to other guys without any solicitation. I know people like that. Yeah. We, we all know I, people like I, this. I know them only through Facebook and I would love to meet them in real life. I, I would love to come, have a discussion with them in real life. I think that... I bring them on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm, I'm here. And I slay them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that that at its core, and this may be where I'm not so jaded, I think that comes from a good place at its core. Right, but I also think that those people that try and speak for a group of people uh -huh. that, that they don't really have a connection to, I think that stems from a place of insecurity, yeah. where it's where where it's like they don't feel as a, I don't think it's guilt at all, because I don't think that they feel guilty about anything like that, but I think it's just a way to grab the mic and to have that voice and to get that feedback. Yeah, it, it, wait, um, isn't that called white splaining? White is that what it is? Is that what it is? White splaining. I think it's like white splaining. Just started Wait, a trend right there. Like, wow. don't, don't, I don't need your help, white splainer kind of thing. You know? <laughs> Did you just like, coin a term? No, 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 no. You it's actually, it's. Oh, I've, I've been men. reaching the. I've been. I'm like, you know what? They call me ignorant and racist. I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna That's you my know, educate myself, right? <laughs> yeah. So, right, and then there's like all these terms, white splainer and this and that. I've, I've heard of mansplaining. There's yeah. mansplaining. Yeah. I white fucking hate that now. term. Because so you're a man and you're white, like myself, yeah. you have no opinion. Yeah. Yes. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's and just thing. listen. And that, that's going that's on right now. That's ridiculous. That's going on right now. I think it, and it's it's so fucking degrading. Yes. And it's so racist in itself. It's because you're flat out saying. Because of what you look like, your opinion doesn't matter Yeah. on a racial topic. Or because you're a man, what you're saying doesn't matter beyond a sexist topic. Well, because they're seeing your experiences. You've never experienced well, shit like that. Well, but like yeah, but we've just said that, we, yeah, we did experience shit like that. I went to a French school and, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I was like... Uh, picked on and you were picked on because you were big and a yeah, variety so, of reasons yeah exactly. so it's like we understand what it what what it is to be singled out because of what we look like or because of any particular feature right and that at its core every problem has its has can be easily broken down to its absolute core and its exclusion Right. So if you're excluded because you're a woman or if you're excluded because you're short or because you're fat or because you're black or you're white or you're whatever it is, at its core, it's exclusion because of something you have no real control over for a variety of reasons. Uh -huh. Right. So it's not like hard to understand that. Sorry. Like having a dick. Like, yeah. Like having a dick <laughs> yeah. or, or a huge, you... huge, huge, huge dick. Yeah. <laughs> no, Says the guy with that with that to... compensating mic over there. I have to deal with that every day. <laughs> yeah, but then you just put it back in your drawer and like you go about your day, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, as long as you don't don't close the door, yeah, yeah. close the drawer. As long as you turn off the battery first. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. But you know, like uh, it's funny to hear you guys talk about this because as a biracial person, mm-hmm. I remember people gearing up to give me some shit, but then like try- asking me what I was first, <laughs> <laughs> which was fucking hilarious, yeah. right? They're like, I'm about to do some some inappropriate shit, but I need to know where I, I can I can deposit this. <laughs> are you a fucking Arab? What, are you? what jokes can I make? Are you Indian? You? Are you yeah. Mexican? What are you? So I think That's I dodged a lot of racism because people are just like, you fuck. Uh, <laughs> you racially racially am, ambiguous yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, Choose a goddamn you, race, man. Yeah. Choose a race. You're ambiguous. I used to have fun. Humor. I used to have fun at no end. Just in infiltrating various groups right i could hang with the white guys i could hang with the black guys i could nobody could hang with the asian guys the asian guys were scared the shit out of everybody and they knew that they scared the shit out of everybody so they you know they, they, they played, played it up <laughs> of course yeah and finally i had years later i had confirmation from a from an asian guy that used to be in the gang was like yeah we just we just love playing that card <laughs> love fucking intimidating the shit out of everybody by being by being you know asian but um and i used to just try to sometimes overstep my bounds and be like no, these, these niggas be crazy, I'd say, right? A bunch of bad guys around me, and I'm waiting for them to go like, hey, 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 settle down, son. <laughs> settle down. Where, where, where are you from again, right? They'd yeah. be like, yeah, Jason, yeah, yeah. Like, like I was like, shit, I got away with it. All right. I'm in. All right. I'm in. I and die. Then, they know, killed me. <laughs> two yeah. months later, I'm, I'm with a bunch of uh, French Canadians, like, like slinging the, the, like, deep, deep Quebecois talk, yeah. and, like, no one's batting an eye. They're almost getting, like, a weird excitement because here's this weird colored half something guy and he's you got a free pass time. yeah somehow but you're jealous. also alone yeah, that's true i got my ass kicked yeah. uh in school uh one time but i got a kick correct like i got a beat down like hardcore oh shit yeah this was at the roughest school i went to and uh it was i transferred to the school from another school and in that school i was really popular because it was a small school and and uh there were not too many you know, immigrants there. So I had some sort of jam, like I had some sort of, you know, veneer on me because it was all about kids and there were me and five other immigrant guys. So we, we dated all the girls, played all the sports or whatever. Right. So I come with that attitude into inner city school. Right. And I'm like, Hey everybody. And I'm just like, what's up baby. And I'm just like, I'm happy to be alive. And I don't realize there's a regime. In fact, there are three or four regimes in place. Like prison. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like everybody had their own corner of the school of the schoolyard. Right? That's, yeah. that's high school. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly how it was. This was St. Luke High School. And I remember uh, I'd heard on the way in as I came in that the, uh, the, the black gang had just been chased out by, by the Asian gang. And now there was a coalition between the Middle Eastern gang. And I, I was like laughing. I'm like, this sounds like bullshit. Like, this sounds crazy. And something like third weekend... Uh, I hear that some guy's going to get a beat down and I'm like, oh, this is exciting. Like, <laughs> I've never, the worst I've ever been in is like a little scuffle in the schoolyard, right? Or actually the worst fight I'd seen until then was two Haitian girls fighting like fucking Comanches, like, <laughs> like, like blood for blood. You know, when you think girl it's fights are like, sexy. Ah, like they're going to claw no, no, and pull like, No, Haitian girls, like those two anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was UFC. <laughs> it was Ronda Rousey before Ronda Rousey. <laughs> right. And these are like 13 year old girls. Right. Uh, so I get to the school and I'm all like happy go lucky. I'm not watching myself. I'm not observing whatever code it is that it, it, you have to observe, uh, you know, in this place. I'm smiling at people. 
and I hear that this kid's gonna get a beat down. So I'm like in the yard talking. I'm like, hey, this kid's gonna get a beat down. That's fucked up, like crazy, right? Everyone's just nodding, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So next day I go to lunch, uh, I, outside of school. I go to Dunkin' Donuts or some shit, and it's a freezing cold day. And I walk back out, and usually there's kids everywhere. And now the streets are deserted. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I guess uh, it's a cold day. It's cold. <laughs> Everyone's inside. That's what's happening. Yeah. I just like imagine that Western, Western sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tumbleweed coming across. Yeah. Frozen tumbleweed. Yeah. Tumble. So wah, I'm just wah, like, wah. sun in my face. I'm just like st strolling back to the school. And I walk by like the front of a building. And I noticed that there's like 10 dudes from my school, like all inside the entrance. But I had like no idea why. I'm like, oh, look, it's Ahmed and this guy and that guy. I'm like, oh, what the fuck, whatever. And I'm just walking down, and suddenly, out of nowhere, this one guy just, like, runs up to me, laces me in the face. Before I know it, it's a soccer match. There's oh, ten guys on me, God. like, kicking the living shit out of me. And at this point, That's I just, like, disgusting. I'm in fetal position, trying to protect my head, trying to protect my nuts. And they, like, they kick, they, they kick my ass, but it was the weirdest thing, because I'm down on the ground, and they're kicking me. And I, all I kept thinking was, don't look like a bitch. Yeah. Even though I was afraid for my life. Right? You have to take one with you. I was like, don't look like a bitch. You have to, man. So I'm like, I'm getting hit and I'm so so running so high on adrenaline that I'm not even feeling the kicks, yeah. but I know I'm getting hurt. Yeah. Like I got one in the face and I only realized it afterwards. After, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to get up and then take at least one swing at one guy to let him know like I ain't going out like that. Right. And by the time I like Wolverine and I stand up, they're gone. Like Ninja, like Foot Clan, they've all disappeared. They've, they've beaten me down, and I'm like, ah, raging, and I'm by myself, and I'm just standing there. So, clearly traumatized. Uh, the principal pulls me into the office. They want names. We'll get them all. We'll fuck up everybody. And then again, my filmic video, like, like video VHS watching. You know, I worked in the uh, you know, video store at the time, right? So, all my references are films. I'm like, I'm seeing shit to you, motherfucker. Like, I, <laughs> I get all like. Well, it's it, the code. It's the high school code. You there know, was no rat. fucking code. You know, rat. You know, there rat. was no code. There was no code. It's a bunch of snot nosed <laughs> fucking kids. But I'm like, I ain't seen shit yeah. to you, copper. Like, I was just like, I ain't a rat and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, you never take me alive. Right. And then because it was all make believe kids in school, uh, I went back to school the next day. I, I looked like, I looked terrible. Like, I had a, you could read the boot print in my face. I was so fucked up. But I didn't know better than to stay home. I should have stayed home, but I went back to school the next day. And people interpreted it as some kind of like a, like a tough guy move. Yeah, it's the best thing you could have done. You did good. I, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I just accidentally went back to school the next day and didn't say anything. And then everyone was like, yeah. Like all the gang guys were like, yeah. And then they came to see me, uh, the, the Arab guys, and they're like, so, uh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking at them and I'm like, I think one of you was there. <laughs> like, so uh, was it like was it like initiation? Like you no, were no. good? He just what? came up to me and he's like, because most of the guys beating me down were part of the Asian gang, right? And then one of the little Arab guys who works for uh, he's he's a secret agent now. He actually works for CISA now, <laughs> okay. which is so fucking weird, right? Like he decodes messages on a warship somewhere in the Gulf now, which is fucking weird world that we live in, right? This little scrappy Algerian guy. Uh, if you're out there, uh, uh, dude, uh, fuck you. I saw a piece of your boot in my forehead. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, dude, what the fuck are you anyway? 
And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, what's your nationality? I'm like, well, I'm part Hungarian and part Egyptian. He didn't even hear the Hungarian part. He's like, you're fucking Arabic? And he's like, he's like, oh, and he starts yelling in Arabic to the other guys. And they get all upset. I'm like, shit, here comes another beatdown. <laughs> For some X, Y, Z reason. He turns around. And he starts like, like frothing at the mouth. He's like, dude, if we had known you were a fucking rackhead, you're like, never would you have gotten a beatdown. We're strong in this guy. Like, let's go get all those motherfuckers now, blood for blood. Like, they, they all start like, we're going to get revenge. And we're going to like, we're going to hunt them to the ends of the earth. And I'm just like, uh, no. I just want to finish school and get the fuck out of here, right? That's crazy. And so I dodged that whole thing. But, like, that could have been my entry right there into, uh, you know. So everyone everyone has that story, right? You were gonna get, you were... Sorry, go ahead. No, go, go ahead, Richard. You were, just, you were joining a gang, basically, at that point. Almost. You had the choice. You're like, you're like right on the precipice. Yeah. yeah. But See, it made no sense. I'm anyway. jealous of because as a white guy, we, like, unless you're Irish, you don't have that. Yeah. As a white guy, you're just, like, we... Like, there's nobody would go blood for blood. If you're Irish, maybe, you know, then, like, you have that kind of Irish mentality. There'll be a couple of, like, real skinheads, like the red redskins yeah, or whatever yeah, they're yeah, called, yeah. or sharps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there'll be six guys, but they're really tough. But, yeah. 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 But like, as, Jamie looks like a skinhead, a, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> but as a generic white guy, like, that I am, basically, basically there's no real, there's no real camaraderie like that. There's no, there's no sense of community. Yeah. That there is with you know and that's always something that i was kind of envious of you know that i saw in high school because i didn't have a click Me neither or not. if we did have a click i think it's overrated though to be honest yeah well, well I, did you I, I, been, I've been to t- well i went to like jamie laughs about this but i went to laurie mack and see leonard <laughs> <laughs> that's like the birthing place well, when you went to laval i'm assuming there were uh, a lot of italians well you mean the, the rough school i went to no the first school the first school that you said you were like the soft school? Yeah. Yeah, that was in Laval. Yeah, and it was uh, mostly George Italians, Manning. right? There were a lot of, yeah, Sicilian girls. Sicilian, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> they're crazy. Yeah. There we go. I just there we stereotyped. Go. No, no. Trigger warnings. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm so Sicilian, triggered. so I can say there that. There you go. Um, but yeah, no, I, like, I guess it's overrated. For me, I think, because I went to, like, like I said, all Italian school, and and I, I can't relate to, to these people nowadays. Like yeah. even even the, even then, like like you joke, you know, we joke about the whole gabagool thing and this yeah. and that. But like I'm, I really don't feel, besides my accent, that I can't escape. It's amazing uh, that I learned in St. Leonard. Like I I don't have a lot of things in common. The Italian guys didn't 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 really have like they they didn't do the gang thing as far as I can no. see. No, no, like there was like you were Italian, you played fucking Uno. And you drank, uh, yeah, but, it, but, they, but they were stereotypical. Like, yeah. the only thing that they didn't I go, like 20 guys to beat up someone, no, like, that. that's all. When you still like 20, like, that's like to me, that's great. Like, us, it was always like one on one, it was always one on one. Like, on the South Shore, it was like that, that it's that rocky, shit. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I grew yeah, up on the yeah, South Shore, really... and it was never, never that, right? And never like, what, never gang, no, 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 no. it was always one on one, or maybe like two on two, but there was never like, 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 like a massive brawl. This is on the South Shore, you know, like it, like, we just didn't. But it's not even a brawl. It's like 10 people against one guy. Yeah, Yeah, that's different. But when I went to Ontario, yeah, when I went to Ontario for grade 7 and 8, I remember my first day, Mississauga, I go into school and there's like a big group of people in like way in the back of the class. Not in the actual back of the yard of the school, rather, sorry. I mean, a huge fucking crowd. Like the whole fucking school was there, right? 
and we're trying to kind of get through all the people to see what the hell's going on. And this one guy fucking turned and hands me like a log. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, like a branch that was like at, at because your arm huge, yeah, huge, 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 and there's blood on it. And he and he goes, hold this. <laughs> and it's my first day there. I'm in grade seven, like right? That. Yeah, I'm like, what? You want me to do, here? Hold this. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna hold you, that. You want my fingerprints? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then I'm still trying to peek over to see, like, what the hell is going on? It's gotta be a fight. It's gotta be like a brawl, right? But it's just these two guys, but then a big circle holding everybody back, and it was just this one guy's crew holding everybody back. But the fight was fucking brutal. That's a defining moment for any adolescent male. That we all have to go through that moment where, okay, you went too far with this one, right? And some somebody calls you out on it, right? I've had many of those defining yeah, moments, yeah. right? And I'm sure that everybody else has also. That it just gets to a point where it's like, that's a learning moment. Where it's like, you know, either somebody takes you too far and you respond to it. And that teaches you a bit of what you're capable of, mm-hmm. right? So w- I have no remorse whatsoever. If I would have beat the shit out of him and slammed his head in the locker, then yeah, sure. And now he's half a retard. Yeah, yeah. you know Excuse what I mean? Excuse me, yeah, mentally yeah. challenged. I'm offended by that term. Yeah. Trigger warning. Yeah, trigger warning. Richard's that Richard's guy on whose line is that anyways? Did you guys see that? Whose line? The guy comes in like, you can't say this, you can't say that. Fuck. He's the guy on the fuck button. No, no, no. no. Three seconds delay. <laughs> no, but I have abs- absolutely no remorse there because I. You write it a wrong, you feel. I write it a wrong and I did it uh-huh. in a way that didn't escalate. Okay. Right? Yeah. So if it would have escalated and I would have completely lost control, then yeah, absolutely. Right? There's been very, very, very few moments. And I think that that was, was a defining moment that gave this ability to me. There's been very, very few moments where I've lost control mm-hmm. of myself. Right? And I think that the bullying over the years and dealing with with that and everything that comes along with that gave me the ability to know what my limits are. That's the thing. I, and, and, and this might be a little old school of me. Yeah. But it's like, like you asked Jamie, like, do you feel sorry? And I'm like, yeah, I'm no, because question. you, it's sad but I think as a, as humans, you you kind of have to earn respect. You don't ask for it, and it's just, it's, it's so primal and and it is dumb. But I I think you kind of have. To, I mean that 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 even even today as adults, like with a boss or something, you kind of it, it, the game's changed. But you gotta stand your ground and say no. I need the raise because blah blah well, blah. Well, it blah, builds blah, right? character. It builds character. Like there's. I can honestly say that there's never been a conflict that I've had ever in my life that I can look back on now and not pull something from. Uh-huh. And I even want to say that I'm not happy that I went through, right? There are some that, I, that I'd rather I didn't go through, right? Because that conflict led to something that was really hurtful or that I hurt somebody else or whatever it is. And I'm definitely regretful if I caused anybody else any pain or any anguish but when you look at it from an experience basis every experience that you go through whether it's traumatic whether it's positive whether it's mundane it all builds on who you are it makes you into something something, right and if you can pull from it 
then you're that much better person for it. So what you're saying is we got to rag on the SJWs even more. <laughs> Get them to build some character. Yeah. We're not, why should we pander to the people who are offended? Or I'm like, well, fuck. And I hate to say this because it sounds kind of sexist, but it's like, dude, grow a pair of balls. You know what I mean? Like, fucking... Metaphorical balls. Yeah, Metaphorical yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Balls. You know, like, yeah. like what? come on, man. Like, seriously, like, you're offended by, like, Someone wearing a fucking Pocahontas costume or whatever the shit. Like, give me a fucking break. But, I mean, what is growing up if not to test your boundaries, you know, continuously from the time that you're like a toddler all the way up until, you know, you're an adult and you're still doing that probably. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and like, uh, like your, your bully, uh, Jamie, you were, it was the same thing. He pushes boundaries, he pushes boundaries. And he went too far, and then he he learned real fast what happens. You know, yeah. that was probably what was, uh, what was your experience with that? Like when you confronted your bully, like what was the aftermath? So you called him out, and he never showed. I called him out, he never showed, and just it never went anywhere from there. It was but like, you, okay, it's done. You, you like, saw you know, him the next day, right? Yeah, I saw him the next day, and it was like nothing happened. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, well, I just I basically just showed the guy like I'm not I'm not a victim. He didn't right. bother you after that, I'm assuming, right? Right. Yeah, that's he, it. He, you, he you were serious. Yeah, he pushed yeah, it too far. Exactly. He got the consequences. He realized I'm not. You're not a victim, and that's that's a that's a big thing about like uh, avoiding being being a victim. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people who will just be a victim, and exactly. if they never have the chance to go yeah. through this these types of confrontations, then they will always be victims. I think they like being a victim. Well, yeah, that's weird what, fucking sense. That's what, but see, that's it's better where than I think society is headed now. It's better than yeah. not mattering. We put yeah. our victims on pedestals now. And it's not only that, it's that we're all it's, heroes. It's yeah. that, yeah, it's, it's that we go after being a victim now. Yeah. Is that that's a goal now, right? Because that if you're the victim, then you get the sympathy and then you get the attention and you get this and that and this and that. But nobody... Nobody even want fire in the hole. Fire in the hole and beer on your crotch. (laughs) (laughs) Just put the fire out. Where do you think the the fire fire started? Put the fire out. Would you like another one? Yes, please. Thank you. (laughs) I think that the whole concept of being PC and being so, so, so attentive to everybody else's feelings is taking away conflict. And that's not a good thing. And I think that people need to understand that conflict, you know, just like you were saying, that's how we grow up, right? But we don't stop growing up. There's not an age where it's like, okay, well, now I'm an adult. Now I don't have to grow up anymore. I'm going to be growing until they put me six feet in the ground, right? Like that's when I'm going to stop growing up, right? So I want to learn until I'm six feet in the ground. So I want that conflict literally every single day because that conflict... Whether it's with a person, whether it's with a situation, whether it's with an idea that I'm trying to understand, a concept, that conflict is what's going to build me as a person. That's why I love humor so much because it comes with a sense of self-awareness, right? And that self-awareness, the only way that you can gain that self-awareness is through conflict, is to go through shit. Because if you never go through something, you're, you don't know what you can go through, you don't know what kind of hardships you can actually make it through and still come out on top. Yeah. Right. And self-awareness, I think, is what the vast majority of the population now just doesn't have anymore. Right. Because yeah. we don't know what we can do. We don't know how much we can learn, how much we can put up with, how much we can tolerate. We don't value it. We don't value you know, it. I have kids. So, we actually we so become self-aware of based based on the thing we're fighting. Like we're we're becoming self-aware on our 
skin color or, or on our culture or on, you uh, know what super, I mean? Uh, the superficial. The su- yeah, exactly. The superficial, exactly. but not 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 who we, we are really at are. our core. Exactly. Right? And if we take that away from one another, which is what we're doing, right? It it like it keeps everything puddle deep. And that's what the media is, that's what society is right now. It's all puddle deep. You know, don't go deeper than than you absolutely positively have to, because then it's just too much work. Because yeah. then if you have to think too much about it, then you know, like you can't go to work and you're all you're all depressed about your work, so you can't pay your bills, you can't do this, you can't do that, blah blah blah. And it it conditions people to have a reality of their own bubble. And then they go day by day by day and their default state becomes their own bubble. So that's where that whole layer of offense comes in because your reality, reality is perception, right? So whatever you, you retreat, perceive you to be reality, your little hole. Yeah. yeah. So your default state becomes your own reality, your own bubble. And if anybody does anything to jeopardize that bubble, you're instantly offended. Right? Yeah, they're tearing your world down. Yeah. It, and and yeah. literally, yeah. literally tearing your entire existence down. That becomes fucking scary. Like the guy just says, hey, buddy, lose some weight, eh? Put down the fork, it's whatever. Hard, yeah. And then you're like, you have a complete meltdown. A complete <laughs> yeah. meltdown. And like you can't be blamed for it because you're, you're literally at every single angle, you're conditioned to believe this, right? Because you don't, because you don't dig deeper than the bare, bare, bare minimum. Uh-huh. Of, of anything that you're exposed yeah. to, you don't have those Can't conflicts, and then you and then you become the victim, like Richard said. What's this? Right? Uh, you were you were talking about this uh, board game? Called, yeah, so uh, there's this this board game called Five Tribes. Okay, it's a French uh, designer who made it, Bruno Catala. He, he's done a lot of board games, and th- this board game revolves around um, uh, Tales of Arabian Nights. Okay, the Arabian so, Nights. Okay. Yeah. So it has to do with, um, I actually didn't play it, but it, it has to do like with the Middle East and uh, back in the day, right? Mythical. Yeah, when we wanted to be there. Yeah, you know, like per- <laughs> Persian, like, you know, like it, it's mythical and, and everything. And um, part, of the, part of the game requires you to use slaves. So these cards are slaves and they're used like currency in the game. And in the States, it was like a big controversy. And they're like, no, no. So then the publisher had to talk with Bruno Catala. And they're like, what are we going to do? This and that. So anyways, um, it ended up being that they came out with an expansion. Basically, an expansion is like a part two to the game that you can add on. And they put a deck. Then they called now Fakirs to replace the slaves because it was so controversial. Because people got offended that, that this... that. That they the slaves that its slaves existed in this time. Exactly. Yeah, that slaves existed. And that they were traded as currency. And that they were like minority. But, but but all the characters are minorities. Minorities. I, I put minorities in here. Quotation. They are exactly yeah. exactly. They're minorities here in America. They're non minorities. You bring up a you bring up a really fucked up point because and this relates to fascism. This this actually relates to fascism. Uh, historical revisionism. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is where we start rewriting the books because of our current exactly. preoccupations, and that is extremely dangerous. It's well, this brings up. it up to like the, the more recent. Sorry, sorry, Jamie. I just right, want to say, absolutely. like, the people that complained 
are Americans. It's not even the Arab. Or like, really? it's fucked up, man. Like Americans who are like, I mean, <clears throat> these are the I, same I people. Occur, who, I don't know if it's that white guilt or what you were saying, that insecurity, or I, I don't. Well, know. Brian Posse, who's a, who's a fantastic uh, stand, another stand-up comedian, I fucking love. Um, he goes, he had this bit like a couple of years ago. He's like, you know, I, I can't wait till, uh, I can't wait till we get to that place with Arabs where like where uh, we get over the animosity, you know, like they're like, uh, we I can't wait till we do sitco- Iraqi sitcoms <laughs> and, and start eating, start eating Afghan, as opening Afghan fast food joints. And you'll have that friend that only wants to fuck Iraqi girls. <laughs> right. And where we start fighting the really charming and putting one in every sitcom because that's the thing like, and I was like, I died when I heard that joke because that's exactly what they've done with all past enemies, right? Yeah. Uh, they've become like, but historical revisionism to me is possibly one of the most vicious and, and heinously dangerous fucking yeah. things about Completely this political agree. correctness. Yeah. But I they're doing too. that now even with pop culture, like to go back to the whole slave thing now where they aren't actually producing any more slave Leia toys now this is basically this happened i think two years or this is the steel bikini leia yeah this happened two days ago it was actually announced online where they aren't where they've decided to discontinue the slave leia moniker where you won't be able to buy any more toys because they don't want because she's technically a disney princess now Oh. So they don't want her to be represented as a slave. But that's what happened in the story. It's a story. Also, it's why it's I'm a, a Star Wars fan. Jabba the Hutt. That's why a lot of guys... And a lot of women yeah. want to dress up as fucking Dude, you've been to Comic-Con, right? Because they're yeah. that's the Star Wars yeah. fans. How many girls show up? How and many girls... There's armies dude, of slave armies. Leia's. No I'll tell guys, you something, yeah. man. No none guys those, forcing them None of those guys are forcing her. And none of those girls are insecure about their bodies. And they're not like... Oh fuck! I'm gonna get shot down for this. They're not like tens or nines or or sevens. Right. They're they're around like fives and sixes. We're talking about the mythical <laughs> yeah, scale this is of horrible. one to ten. I now. just uh, yeah. But I prefer those women that are more sure of themselves. Yeah. Than the do you know what I, it's they're like? Comfortable it's, in their own skin. They're comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like I think whatever. I all people that are like that. And they're and they're not going around and you know like. Uh, Oh, uh, the patriarchy is making me do this and that. Like they're no. doing it because they have a passion for the story and for the character, exactly, and for what she was about. Because if anybody was a strong character in Star Wars, it was Leia. Oh yeah, right. She was. A, she was. A, she was. She was. She was a strong female <laughs> character in the story. <laughs> so I'm, I'm laughing because I realized. I just realized there's this huge misconception I think that women have about men. They think that if they're strong and powerful, that we won't want to sleep with them. No. And, I, and, and they don't yeah. realize that actually for the smart ones among us, that just makes us, them even more attractive. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. If and they're sure of themselves in a non-bitchy way. We yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I know. I'm sorry. If I'm sorry. No, no, because if you're like condition. a super bitch and you're like, you're I'm, like sorry, I'm like, dude, yeah. like, sorry, sorry, honey, you lost all your appeals. I'm sorry, Jamie, you're making this profound point and I just turned into this. <laughs> so, so would Leia in the gold bikini, would it have been as big of a phenomenon had she been some kind of like not as strong of a character just as a side note for the audience you guys can go online and there's this great story about how Jabba is completely misunderstood and he was actually victimized (laughs) he was just trying to represent his own his own race 
and that was his culture and like it's a great story <laughs> oh, we won't go that. off on it now but it's a great no, story man, reddit is amazing for that yeah some guy wrote like a, a, a 20 30 page essay uh, <laughs> trying to explain how jar jar we have him wrong yeah he's actually the most powerful <laughs> yeah, yeah force sensitive <laughs> holy creature shit. and he's that he's the mastermind viral, yeah he's great. the mastermind <laughs> behind everything i love that <laughs> yeah. drag drago and rocky four he's yeah he's the victim and rocky's the son of a bitch yeah. so, wow <laughs> so the internet is ain't all that bad right and i I read this uh, new york times uh, i think it's new york times uh, article it was aziz ansari who went back to interview the white guy who played the indian in short Short circuit Circuit. 2 oh shit yeah today wait a second wait a second that guy was white yeah that guy was white he's a white guy with brown face yeah remember short circuit yeah oh that's right that guy's not even shit yo he sold me he got me yeah. yeah well he got us all because we did we you know we didn't know any better at the time Aziz. Check yeah. it okay so, so, he goes so aziz yeah. does does this interview with the guy and he and what was cool about it was that he didn't bash him Mm-mm. in any way like it would it actually ended up being kind of a positive thing like yeah. he was like oh well he was a young actor he was 20 years old it was a it was a different time we were less racially sensitive oh. you know the director he needed he needed the work you know, the director decided to change it from the the role from a white guy to an Indian guy, and then he did like he went full method on it. Like yeah. he, he went and he lived in India. He, you know, he trained with some uh, some coaches, oh, linguistic wow. coaches. He didn't, he didn't work have half-ass it. He didn't have half-ass it he at was, all. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he wasn't doing person. it as a stereotype. Like he tried mm-hmm. to lend some, you know, adopt the role. Yeah, and you know, just do like it Ben Kingsley way. with Gandhi. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the same kind sure. of thing, just on a. On wait, he's not Indian at all. On a more, no, no, ben no, Kingsley? no, holy no, shit! No, there you, there, there yeah, you go. Mind blown again. If that would be done now, English. I thought yeah. he was like a quarter for sure. Or yeah, so. and that's what they maybe, said in the article too. Sure. Like if 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 that role would be cast right now, it wouldn't make any sense. Right. You know, we're talking, we're going back like short circuit came out like twenty thir- years, 30, 30 years, thirty years ago. It's like thirty years ago, man. But like, what what's the audience for short circuit? It was. The American market, right? right. Yeah. You're right for sure. So, yeah. Actually, most people probably didn't even realize that guy was Indian. Like there, there was like no, no, no uh, like racial. Well, because it wasn't even an issue then. Well, he had he had an accent and the whole bit. Like, yeah, but I don't think most people picked up on it no. at that time. If you Maybe did, not. if you were Asian, there well, was an Asian. Well, no, thing? at the time he was just foreign. Oh, yeah, he's right? just a foreign. Like, guy. That was that yeah. was as, about yeah. as racially sensitive as North America was. Like, oh, he's you know other. He's, brown and kind of talks funny not so, us yeah, yeah exactly 25 still alive right? such a great yeah. movie so the outcome of the article was like okay yeah you know he was a young 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 actor different time did his best to do do the role would be different now if it happened right now but it, it wasn't just this like bashing of uh, revisionist history right. or anything like it's that. the same way as you, there's a whole catalog of 80s movies that are so inappropriate now but the wrong attitude is to to get all Fire in a hole. <laughs> the wrong attitude is to get into that Fahrenheit 451 uh, um, attitude and like destroy it, you know, label it, you know, offensive yeah, you item 12, 12. And, Yeah, Have a good laugh at it. That's the funny part. That's and what I learn love. from it. Yeah, learn, learn from, from it. it. But yeah. like, and it's, it's easy in hindsight to, to put something down, you know, to see it for, for what it was at the time. Yeah, and, and it's, isn't it much more entertaining to go back to watch a film like uh, Soul Man? I don't know if you guys know about Soul Man. It's, it's one of the most famously, horribly like misguided uh, comedies from the 80s where, you know, 80s comedies, right? There's like a bazillion of these yeah. movies. Like, 
uh, Three Men and a Little Baby, blah, 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 John Hughes, all those, like, all those, yeah, yeah. billions of comedies. And then there was these lesser, like, C-list, B-list ones that didn't have the Tom Selleck's and the uh, Gutenbergs and all that in them. And <laughs> Soul Man is one of them. And literally, like, the story is about a guy who can't get into the school that he wants to go to. He's a white guy. And he finds out that they're letting in blacks through this affirmative action program. So he puts on blackface and he oh, becomes shit. a black guy to be able to get into school. And it's like a rap riot. Like it's a comedy. It's hilarious. And then he's dancing and the soundtrack and he's got an afro like a, like a Michael Jackson slick. You know, like oh not God. the full yeah. from. <laughs> and I'm just describing this to you and right now and you guys are like, Inside, no, I think I knew about it. It's I just, like chilling. I just no, it see, no, that, it's not. No, I want to really, see it. No, I no, no. What's really chilling for me is that we've completely we regressed. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> there is is that through being PC and through all of this fear of offense, we've completely wiped out an entire realm of comedy where you can't pretend to be anybody else mm -hmm. any, well white anymore. chicks came out like not that long yeah, yeah and right. i was just gonna use white chicks <laughs> as an God. example right a terrible movie right but the but worst. yeah but see a Actually, little I didn't watch it <laughs> well a little bit less offensive because the makeup was so abundantly obvious like the, you know like the, like it was it was almost it was almost slapstick in nature it was, it was the response that nobody wanted to see right like somebody could have just written a really funny sketch about it yeah. on saturday night live and that would have been done but been as cut. always the wayans the whole wayans clan they're yeah. like they were the the evil they brought into this world is turning uh like three minute sketches into movies yeah right and we had to sit through a whole bunch of those fucking things and white chicks was perhaps the most yeah. like i see that brings up the issue of that was of, offensive because it sucked by the way <laughs> of, that's why of offended. um institutions and how 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 like they've been cemented and it brings up the whole definition of racism again right that like that's not racist because of the institutions backing the white people so therefore do you know what I mean? It's like it's, it's the difference so between weird. racial and race racist, right? Like you, you uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Because of like the fear because... of being racist, we can't even talk about anything that's exactly. racial. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's 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 fucking depressing to me. Yeah, because you've completely taken an, an entire topic and every realm of that topic off the table entirely. Yeah, and especially if you're a white guy. You can't talk about that. You can't joke about no. that. You can't even can't even think about that in an in an overtly obvious way, even in a subtly obvious way. Like it's completely taken off the table and it's made into a taboo. And what and the instant that you make something into a taboo, what happens to it? You want to talk about it more. You want yeah, to see of more of it. Right? You want it more. So by making something into something more than it has to be I've got a perfect example of this. So we, we lightly touched on the <clears throat> male-female dynamics that are being challenged now. And then we've got like, I don't know, fifth level or fifth wave or eighth wave of feminism. And then we've got um, man bashing and it sucks to be a guy or whatever. Being a guy is bad. But then instead of having rational guys responding to that, you've got like these male supremacists yeah, coming back the other way. They're just as crazy too, right? That's, this is what I'm talking about. This is why in Fire in a Hole we're constantly trying to get back to the moderate message um, because it's still an important message. It just takes longer to articulate. Okay, so the the shame. Uh, uh, shaming is good. Shaming is bad. Go. Yeah, basically on Facebook a few months back, right? 
I know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> you know how Feel this... free to fucking yell into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. I know exactly. Do you know how this big thing happened that maybe... Well, like, it was a big trend that went on about... About... Um, female models that were of the plus size, right? And you're a photographer, right? right? Well, no, I take pictures. I wouldn't call myself a photographer. You're a photographer. Okay. You are. You fuck are. Up. You're uh, a photographer. Whatever. But now, but that really does, does it doesn't really factor into it for, for me as much as I'm a fat photographer, right? So, like, I am, I am a fat man, right? I say that completely aware of the fact that I'm a fat man. We can confirm this. You can all confirm this, right? Absolutely. But now there's been this trend lately going on, and it's been what we've seen been going on viral, at least, is about female models of the plus size variety that are, and there's this trend of like, you know, you're big and you're proud, right? And it's, you should absolutely be proud of who you are as a person. Everybody should. And if you're not, you should figure out why you aren't proud of who you are at your core. Mm-hmm. Right? And you should work on that. Absolutely. Should not be proud if you're fat. There's nothing to be proud about being fat. If you can sit down on the couch and watch Netflix and eat a pizza, there's no achievement in that. I, 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 I just want to interject because I, I just want to make sure that the audience understands that yeah. it was a it was like a fat like they didn't work out, they didn't. It wasn't like people that worked out and yeah. were still big bone. Like it yeah, was it was story, that lazy. Yeah obese it was, kind of thing i, I just want to i don't even i don't even i don't even want to say lazy because for anybody that is because basically this story came from a from a photographer that did a series um of black and white shots of obese people and they were morbidly obese people mm-hmm. but that 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 he wanted to express their pride in who they in, in who they were and how they lived and what they looked like and that they should find pride in this, right? And again, I'm not trying to shame anybody, but at the same way, kind of M, it's kind of like, kind of like a double-edged sword, right? Where it's at your core, who you are as a person, that should never be shamed, right? Unless you're a shameful person. But what you look like and your lifestyle if it's an unhealthy lifestyle, if it's if 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 it's not productful for you personally and society to a lesser extent, you should be ashamed of that. And there's nothing wrong with being ashamed of that. It's how we grow. That's an internal conflict, which basically brings it back to the entire thing of we're trying to avoid conflict, right? You shouldn't avoid internal conflict. I'm fat. I know that I'm fat. I'm not proud of that, right? But I know that I don't make changes to it because of my emotional state, whatever the case may be, right? There's always a variety of reasons for it. But this trend of like, you know, if, if you're fat, be, be proud, yeah. right? Why? Why? And like, it goes back to the whole shaming thing, right? If, if you're a slut, and I use that word despairingly, I, I don't like using that word, right? Because... It's all about choices and about your emotions, whatever it is, right? But if you're doing anything that's not good for you, that's not healthy for you as a person, health, mentally wise, emotionally, right? There's no reason not to be ashamed. There's not yeah. to be ashamed yeah. about that, yeah. right? How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you feel about that? Uh, such, like, no, no, I agree. Because well, well, if I understand correctly, uh, and you're saying be proud of who you are unless you're not and then explore but 
being obese is not an achievement. It's not something you should be proud of because it's unhealthy. Being proud of anything that's detrimental to you as a person. Okay, like so anything rappers rappers being proud of the like how much drugs and guns they slung exactly or how much or how many dollar bills they throw at a strip club or something like that anything that's not and yeah, like, but it's that, that, that it's, shit's kind of masked behind the music it's, it's weird to say yeah you know rappers like they, they put in you know they put up it's, a it's, beat that's, to it. that's the thing is you can it's masked it's clickbait again right but i think the fat the fat yeah, shaming thing yeah it, it, it has a lot to do with the kind of the super ultra skinny models too like the the oh that, that but that's they, disgusting uh, too yeah and i it, think that's disgusting it happens it's going on from one extreme like, to the other right. exactly and it happens on the male and the female side too like an yeah, unrealistic like physical aesthetic that you know people are are, are trained to, to to go after mm-hmm. and just to feel bad about themselves and and i agree with you you know like the, somebody who's overweight or uh, you know, doing other things that are bad for their health shouldn't necessarily feel good about that. But is there a way for somebody to know, like, okay, you know, like I should make some changes to my lifestyle, but also still be comfortable in my own skin? And I think that people are are reacting with the fat shaming thing. It's like, well, stop making me feel bad for like it's it's my choice. Like I'll I'll decide if I want to make these changes to my lifestyle, but don't make me feel like a piece of shit just because I'm not Kate Moss. No, there's a big difference between making somebody feel feel like they're a piece of shit and actually supporting that lifestyle. And I think that the trend that has been going on as of late is that you support whatever lifestyle that they choose, even if it's detrimental, just purely for the sake of supporting them. And that's what I disagree with. That but is it lack of shame is supporting? It's like, not do, so much they, lack of shame. Do they deserve to be like, say, like called like, hey, you're, no, they, you're fatty, fat, fat. No, like, no, no, that's no, not no, cool. no, no, no. They don't have to be abused by it, but they don't have to be supported either, right? Right. I'm and that's go, the balance. You go, girl. You, you flaunt yeah. that. Yeah. That's, see, you're that's unhe- what I Flaunt your unhealthy with. lifestyle kind of thing, yeah. right? You yeah. know, don't flaunt it. I'm a big guy. I don't flaunt it. Hey, guys, like I just packed away three pizzas. And then right. you guys don't cheer me on. It's it, that's not something yeah. that, that you cheer on. To me, that's the same thing that if that if a drug addict comes up and says, you know, I just packed away a bunch of meth. Well, fuck, right on, buddy. Yeah, Good but you, you strike me as a, as a person who's, you know, aware of it, but you also seem to be pretty comfortable in your skin. You I know? am, and, but, and the fat yeah. shaming thing tends to be more on the female side where they're they're kind of judged more on their physicality do you think you know? it is though or do you think it's just publicized more i don't know yeah. i mean I'm, I'm certainly not an expert on it but it seems yeah, like, the, I, like the right? loudest voices well, talking on the have you have you been be... you've been picked on because you're a bigger guy right and of course yeah and and it's not only picked on it's judged right yeah. because, because yeah. and and i have judged the same thing, right? Like if if you're outside of the norm in any way, be it height, be it size, be it color, be it gender, be it anything, right? Yeah, you're, you're, if you're, you're outside judged, of the yeah. acceptable, don't want to say the acceptable norm, but whatever society's view of normal or acceptable is, right? You're going to be judged on it. You're going to be not overtly teased necessarily, but you will be judged in some way, shape, or form. Be it professionally, be it socially, be it whatever the case may be, right? And if you're aware of that going on, and if you're self-aware enough to know, okay, well, I don't like being judged by this. 
you have the choice of like, well, I just don't give a shit if they judge me or not. Or I'm going to change it so that I'm more aligned with what I think will make me feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I'm riddled. I'm like, see, I'm very, very, very confident about who I am as a person. Right, I just want to. I just, I just gotta say, you guys all dismissed it. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Jason left and came back yeah. with a bag of uh, yeah. Coca-Cola. I'm talking candy. about how fat I am, <laughs> and Jason comes back to the table with a bag of candy. <laughs> <laughs> that's if, if that's not fat shaming. I'm sure I'm doing it now. Have some candy, Jamie. Here, here you go, uh, Jamie. Have some candy. <laughs> I'm gonna have a fucking candy. And I'm gonna fucking. I'm so that, sorry. That wasn't about you. That's about him. It's about my problem. No, 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 that, it's all good. I'm not proud of it. I, I, I just want to tie in something where uh, Jason actually brought uh, said this where uh, per, uh, perpetuating the perception with Halloween costumes. We're talking about skinny models and 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 bigger plus size models. What's your real, what's your preference in a woman, though? It doesn't, it probably doesn't adhere to any of those two extremes, right? Uh, not, not for me personally. Not for me either. No. What about you? I don't. Really do you want to, do you want to really, do, your preference in a woman, is there, is there really like oh, plus I'm size or super skinny? I'm judgmental. It's, I am. Yeah, but, open, but, open, but open, what's, open what's your preference? It's probably middle line, right? It's not super skinny? No, I like a little bit of cushion, I guess. If that's, okay. If that's correct. Okay. Uh, <laughs> probably not. Would you say, we'll, we'll no, allow it. We'll allow it. As a I fat would like, man, would I, you can, say I can plus, say that. Would you say you plus go. like those people in the pictures that were... No, those are morbidly obese people. Okay, so so, so no, you're you're not, a bit less. So that's so right away, so far everybody's... Substantially less morbidly, But that's what I mean. And I'm assuming yours is in the middle as well? What are you asking me exactly? I'm asking you. How do you like your women? What How do you like your, your boat? What floats <laughs> your boat? Exactly. What floats my boat? Do you like like super skinny? What the models have been portrayed as, or like I, I or say, the other extreme? And I, first of all, I gotta apologize for chewing into the fucking mic, but this is my show, <laughs> <laughs> and it's Richard's show. And he brought more candy to the table, by the way. And guys. I will <laughs> chew as much as I please. No, but um, I gotta say, in all honesty, in all honesty, there are. There probably it would be probably easier to talk about the cutoff points than rather than what I like, mm -hmm. because I'm very open-minded in, in terms of what I find sexy and what I find attractive. Um, clearly, there are little things we all like, right? Mm -hmm. Some course, people, yeah. some guys are like, you know, I like to have little fetishes. Of you know, but like they'll they'll say things like, um, you know, like oh, I like a girl with long eyelashes, you know, or I like a long neck. I, I know a friend who's like he likes girls with those those long swan like ballerina Next. looking girls like he really <laughs> likes that you know i'll be all honest and maybe this has something to do with uh being arabic or at least <laughs> half i like a little extra i really like a little extra there i don't like running into bones when i'm tumbling with somebody i don't like to yeah you know uh and no, and quite honestly somebody who's like uh you know zero percent fat like uh you know uh crossfit Freaks me a little, freaks me the fuck yeah, out a little bit. Same is that is, on the same level as somebody who's like 250, 300? Is that an insecurity thing for you though? Because for me, you mean like I gotta be more fit than the person I'm with, or that she's just like like leaps and bounds more fit than you are? No, no I think it just it just it's aesthetically. It's just it, a, yeah. it's okay. a taste. It's taste. For me, related. it's an insecurity thing. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, for me, it's an insecurity yeah. thing because just just. Oh, 
because probably my insecurities, I'd say 99% of my insecurities lie in in my appearance, mm-hmm. right? So having somebody that's like supremely active or or not even not even someone that's supremely focused on their appearance, but more so on their health, right? I don't feel well. It's the same. Worthy, okay, so the, the classic thing with all guys is the height. Yeah, right? absolutely. That's of like course. the age old. Yeah, I'm. I'm like. I'm. I'm the less desirable norm for women because I'm sure. You, so you, should you, I play the think. victim? Right. And but the I thing never is, did. I've, I've and dated. I've had tall women, short women. Yeah. Yeah. And Do you have a preference? Oh, I have a preference. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. Let me turn the question on you. Actually, no. I. Well, it's funny. I. This is the thing. I. I, I kind of think I have a preference, and then someone comes out of the blue and just says, like, blows meet, that preference out of the water. They meet none of the requirements, but somehow you want them desperately. Yeah, like I, I guess we all have preference. Yeah. Actually, I don't even have a preference anymore. I used to have a preference. Not I anymore. have a sense of humor. To me, that's paramount. Really. Paramount of sense of humor because really well to me yeah, sense of humor dictates your entire personality because it means that you can that if you have a sense of humor you're a good person. I really do break it down to that. If you An can laugh at something, usually. sorry, usually yeah. intelligence. Yeah. 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 intelligence. Because if you yeah. can laugh at things, if you can see the humor in anything, right? And I've been through hard enough situations in my life, and. I've learned hard enough, hard enough lessons from people that were very important in my life, and it's always been the same thing of like just find the humor in anything, no matter how hard the situation is, yeah. how gut wrenching it can be. There's always humor in it. My it's grandmother taught what, me that. that. That's that's wise, man. That's wise because I, you know, after 15 years of being in a relationship, um, or after any kind of relationship that's lasted a while, right? Without a sense of humor, you don't make it. No. Yeah. Once you stop laughing, it's over. And you, when do you need your laughs the most? When the chips are down, right? Yeah, absolutely. And if you can't, you don't have someone next to you. You can, you can like yeah. bang it out with and have a good jo- joke, a good laugh at like everything, all the shits coming down on you, and you have a good laugh. But that's, what, but that's what you said too about like when your chips are down, like that's where you see if they can really or if you can really be with them right yeah. like a lot of times it's all fun and games and then when the shit happens mm-hmm. they're like they like can't will deal was, with it will right? ferrell said something really great about that he's a he said if you want to see who the person is like if you want to test out a real date if you really want to get to the bottom of someone sit two people down or sit her down at a really slow computer <laughs> yeah, there's a computer with a slow internet connection I'm to so see who guilty. she really is. Oh my god, that's so brilliant! I would fail that, man. That was a fucking a piece of shit. Yeah, I, I like oh, to see awesome. myself, or I always have seen myself as a supremely patient person. It's diminished over the years, and I'm becoming more aware of that now, and that I don't like it, but it definitely has. But sit me down in front of a slow computer with a slow internet connection, and you'll see my fury. I can feel your anger. I am defenseless. Take your weapon. Strike me down with all of your hatred, and your journey towards the dark side will be complete. 
I want to have you guys back on. We we we, we got to have you guys back on. In yeah, well, I'm, I'm down for sure. Uh, and Absolutely. Because this has been great, and I love this. It's been it's been totally off the cuff, and it's been fucking hilarious. And it's been also really like, like it's funny because I expected shenanigans, and there were yeah. some shenanigans, yeah. but like but you, you guys, you guys both got down and got deep, and uh, that's really cool. I love that. And we're also we broke a little bit of the, the interview style which um i know richard is not a big fan of anyway and you know i understand why because i'm because uh, who gives a fuck who, who we are <laughs> hey <laughs> i'm really interesting <laughs> but the thing is that i i respect you guys for what you do uh for like the for for uh, uh the guys you are but also i, I like what you what you're into I like what you do like g you got your store mm-hmm. uh and i know that you're not just like running this business and you're like oh you found something that sells so you sell it I know you're passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, of like, course. You talk yeah, to your customer before. I know my shit. I, yeah. I have a podcast where I'm not a podcast, sorry, a, a video review site where you okay. know I I know my stuff, of course. Yeah. So you 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 guys run a like I think I've seen it. Um, you you review products, right? Like yeah, we review board games. board games called the Board to Death Board. Board to Death. Board as in yeah the yeah. the board game Board okay. to Death. And, Are you enjoying uh, that? Yeah, I am. I mean, it's a lot of work. Yeah, and it, it it doesn't pay a lot. Sure. So it's more of a it's more of a passion project. Passion, exactly. It's a passion project. Uh, well, but my I brother's mean, the editor, so he's like <laughs> he's getting fed up now, like all these fucking things I gotta edit, right? Well, all of our millions of listeners are just gonna crash all of your yeah. all of your servers. <laughs> hey, your yeah. servers. You hear? I'm putting out a call right now. That's right. <laughs> oh, your servers about to go down. Fire the whole army is about to circuits. go. Yeah. Pop the circuits now. I'm like like pop uh, it. <laughs> All right, everybody, everybody going to every black person going to nobody buying any Louis Vuitton tomorrow. Who do I sound like? <laughs> yeah. Fucking Kanye, right? That's that's oh, fuck. I, I don't even listen he, to that he guy. He did I this. I saw him interview once. He did this. Leather okay. sweatpants. So, oh, uh, Jamie, while you insist, um, you insist that you only take pictures. I know that you're quite passionate about photography. Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah. It's it's something that I've that that. To be honest with you, I just recently got into it, I'd say maybe five, six years now. And it's not something that I do as a profession, but it's something that I do because I because I love doing. That no, I've seen make. some of your stuff, man. And uh, as the foremost authority on art in North America. <laughs> foremost authority. Yeah, the yeah, foremost yeah. Egyptian-Hungarian authority. <laughs> okay. That, yeah. that you're now on the, left, on the left-hand corner of this table. Yes. <laughs> no, that's really cool, man. I, and I... Shit, man, that... You just threw me a curveball there. I was trying to wrap things up, and uh, that is kind of deep. This idea of overemphasizing this: uh, my job must be my passion, and how that can ruin it instead of um, because people just, search. Just, just to tie it into like what you said, Jason, about the older person giving advice to the younger one, uh, Jamie. <laughs> I think I think if you can make a job where it's passion and make money like i don't know why people separate the two but if you can that i think that's that that's that's the real balance and trick and and like fucking gold mine yeah but that. I, do you know what i mean yeah i i'm gonna, like a lot of people is like oh agree. i'm just gonna i'm just gonna yeah. be an artist like i gotta and, sacrifice one or the other yeah like you don't yeah. have to i definitely agree with you but i think that that in my experience and it's not at all to say that it can't happen I'm saying that what I, in my experience, at least from a creative standpoint, to have a creative passion become your profession is a really tough thing, right? And I think as a filmmaker, you can maybe chime in on this 
as oh, well. Man. Also, as an answer too. But I, I think, yeah, I think it's just because we haven't we haven't done something different. We haven't Could broken be. the mold. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. that's there's, all it is. There's there's all kinds of parameters that we would have to actually hit. Yeah. But I think that if you break it down, everybody is on a search for their bliss, right? Whether that bliss is their job, whether it's their passion, whether it's family, whether it's honestly, man, I, I'm sorry to do this to you, but I'd like to disagree with you at this particular time. Yeah? I think what's I think that used to be the deal. I think now people are just trying trying to stop hurting. I think everyone's hurting really Man, bad. You think so? I know. I mean, even those, and I'm not talking about like everybody's suffering to the point of breaking, but like I think a lot of us, I think we're about to witness very soon uh, not a stock market crash, not an economic crash, but a societal, personal crash, at least in our society. I think the number of burnouts and things like that are through the roof. Mm. The number of people just like collapsing mm. at work, right? Not even in stressful jobs um, is just just out of control. We need to stop. Yeah. We need to stop feeling horrible first before we can start talking about um, building something that's going to produce those chemicals in our brains that we, we interpret as happiness. It's always drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's shit. Everybody went silent. Uh, no I was just <laughs> contemplating which ones might work. <laughs> They're like fucking yeah. silence. Yeah. Some people are lucky enough to work. You just laid out the room. <laughs> that was awesome. What's that, Richard? Some people are are lucky enough to work in the thing that it, they're passionate about. You know, like if you're if Absolutely. you're an artist, it, but. I think what you were trying to say is that it's, it's it's kind of rare, you know. Usually, like you have a nine to five, some kind of soulless nine to five that pays the bills, and then you use your off time in order to try to fuel your passions. That's the most part part of people like that. Like most people who are yeah. passionate about something, who are, you know, the creative type who actually take the effort and sleepless nights in order to do that. So, so G. Thank you very much. What are you passionate about now? What, what really, like, where, what's your outlet now? You know, it's, it's funny, but I, I've, been asking, I've been asking myself that same question, and I think music is still my passion, but I've... I've music? Yeah, it's really too. weird. Like, talk, talk like we talk it. about, like, my parties and stuff like that, but, like, to me, that's the only pure form of something outside this realm is, is music and i so like I, djing yeah yeah you know like i, I have some sets where I, i'm i've mixed um and to me that's my outlet it's 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 like what was it we i saw yesterday it was uh the muppet show and it was kermit and his outlet was the the banjo and he went to the nice. swab and he started singing <laughs> that's right totally his stand -up yeah that's his outlet right and, and and they were talking about that and and i that that's my thing it's just like DJing and I don't pretend to be like this DJ. It's like I kind of do it just for me. Mm -hmm.